Hello everyone, welcome back to the next episode of Doctor Who and Autism Celebrations, which is it's a great series to celebrate Doctor Who hitting 60 years this year, um, which I can't believe, um, really. I, ju I, just, I, think, I think it makes us all feel old, um, even though some of us haven't been around half that time, <laughs> really, but... Um, but yeah, uh, uh, it's it's gonna be really it's gonna be a really cool episode today. Join with Lee, where we're gonna we're gonna be speaking about Doctor Who, um, and we're gonna be speaking about a little bit about um autism. Um, so Lee, uh, it's great to have you on today. Um, um, thank you. It, if you wouldn't mind just doing a little brief little introduction of yourself. Uh, well, hello, I'm Lee. I'm a actor, writer, director from the northeast of England, and I have been. A Doctor Who fan since how old was that? It was the first episode was Christopher Eccleton's ever last episode, so I've been like sort of a fan from the very start almost. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was, yeah. I I think I I out of the endings of the Doctors, I I, I did like it one the most because he was like. Um, when he was going, he was kind of comforting, like the companion, wasn't he? Um, yeah, because they don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I, 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 I watched it about the same similar thing when he was a doctor. Um, but he, he was a very good doctor. Um, really, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, like I only got to see him that episode because I didn't really buy any of the DVDs or watch any of the later series till about a year and a half later when I decided I've only ever seen this episode, I should probably see more and I bought the DVDs and it was just like, for me, like the very first episode, he was just like sort of interesting to watch, he was just quirky, he was fun and it was just funny to me watching like, I was like, I love this show, like I remember buying all the DVDs and like, like every single day. I remember just like, kind of watching them all the time, just seeing how many I could get through each day. It was just just such a show that, like me back then, just couldn't get enough of it. I would buy the magazines that were just coming out about it with the trading cards. Mm. I was buying like any merch. I was buying the sort of screwdrivers. I had like on, under under my bed about. 50 different like, Doctor Who toys, the mm -hmm. Daleks, Cybermen, the interior, the TARDIS, like Cassandra and everything. Just, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, I I, I was, <laughs> like, at, at that stage, there was lots of merchandise that you could get, um, especially when, uh, like, maybe the Christopher Augustine, but Christopher Augustine to Matt Smith, there was lots of, much between those three doctors in particular and then, and then when we get to Peter Capaldi I found that there wasn't as much um it kind of they kind of stopped it or something because like I remember especially with Matt Smith um I used to go into Tesco's um and there would be these many Lego kind of things that you can get um and I used to cut them all. Um, so <laughs> my my bed was uh, like I had a whole bag of them. I had a whole bag of got three figures. I had had the Tardis that makes noise and um and it was yeah it it, it was one of those things. And still now I'll collect collect the different things. Um, used to have the magazines that you get the Doctor Who toy in it yeah. each week. Yeah. Um, yes, I remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
and now I just collect the Doctor Who, I could get a Doctor Who um magazine every month when they come out. Yeah, um, I don't really like do the magazines much, but like I remember when, oh, when was it? it was I think it was like when they did like a special David Tennant one, I think, sometime late last year. I remember as soon as I heard about it, I ran to go and buy because like that is I need that like that's collectible. Like I can't miss up the opportunity to have that. Yeah, yeah. There are so many. Like I remember. I think you used to have a um, like in 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 the different things that you would get in the magazines, you would get um, like maybe a poster of, of a certain episode, um, and yeah, it it it, it was just good. It kind of preparing. It it was weekly as well. So when the series was actually on, yeah. wasn't it? Like that, you get the magazine maybe the week. I think it was a Thursday or something that they were, they they came out, and then you you you'd go in and you would hope it will still it will be there because everyone would, everyone want it. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that happening with um, was it the Radio Times did a weekly thing where they had like stickers, and they would give you like a chart. You have to like, it would be like kind of two parters. Like one week would be one part, the the next would be another part, and they would move on to like a different episode where we do the stickers. I remember like just buying the Radio, asking my mum to buy the Radio Times just for the stickers, not for to see what was on, just purely for that. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was so much that we could collect, but now not a lot. I know, like um, hardly anything really. Yeah, so I hope that will change because we got um, Russell T Davis back and everything, and um, it, it looks it looks brighter, Doctor Who now. It does. Yeah, are you are you looking forward to the sixtieth? Yeah, I'm really looking forward. Like I've seen the trailers, and I'm just like. If the specials are going to be what the trailers are kind of hinting at, I'm really looking forward to it. Like, it could be nostalgia of seeing David Tennant there, but I just think that they're kind of going back to how it used to be, what made it great. Because what I would say is with Doctor Who, it's sort of there was a time where it's kind of got it's matured with the storyline. It's got a bit darker. It's got a bit more, you know, sort of edgy in a way. And like, I think if you think back to like how it used to be with Matt Smith compared to the storylines of what Peter Capaldi and Jodie had, you can see again a bit further that way. But I think with like Russell T Davis back, he's going to give something that the fans kind of really want. Yeah, yeah, he'll want to like in in the sixtieth. There, 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 there will be lots of surprises. Um, stuff we already know. Um, like there's announcements all the time with castings and I, I can't believe it uh really because uh, <laughs> there's only I think like, eight episodes in the next series and uh, I'm, I'm kind of shocked how many castings announcements we're getting <laughs> um because it, it, I'm gonna wonder are the episodes gonna be longer now or is there are they gonna change it to an hour slot um rather than the 45 that that, that we had before because it would make sense because the amount of people were gonna be in it yeah, with the amount of people, there is a certain limit you have to see. Like, you can't really fit these many characters into an episode that's 30 minutes. You have to give them all kind of time so it, the story could make sense to have them all jump in. So I think an hour for everything that is kind of being announced, I think that would make the most sense altogether to have it that way. Yeah, because at the moment they're saying um, 
Bonnie Lamford is going to be a major part of the series. They're saying, um, like the person they announced today, um, um, it's going to be a major part, and a lot of other characters are going to be a major part. They're not just going to be in one off episode. So yeah. it it's going to be very. It looks like this TARDIS is going to be very packed. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it's it's very exciting. Like like you've got Murray Gold is back. Um, don't know if he's, if he's if how long he's going to be there, but I'm glad. Um, that it looks like they bring everyone back that was like from series yeah. four. I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to be great in that aspect of knowing, like, all the ones who made it great years ago are returning for this, and it's just, like, overwhelming in a way of, like, just, like, counting down the days till it's actually uh, released. I think it's definitely going to be big. Like, I remember in 2013 thinking that anniversary was going to be big, and then compared to all the hype I'm seeing now for it, I think, it's past the 2013 hype. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's very much better than the 2013 um, one um, because that was just an episode um, in 2013. Um, yeah, the, the 2013 hype was only a singular episode where um, the, uh, like, we're getting three episodes, but we're 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 getting three episodes for the sixtieth rather than one. So it's it's yeah. better in that sense. It really will be. Like one-off special, I can understand. They like, oh, go, it's a one-off, in but you're kind of limited with what you can do. So having three, you can sort of really expand and make everything sort of big and unique. Yeah, it does, and. It's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting because um new characters and old characters um it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what the fourteenth Doctor does um he he looks it, it it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be good and sad because David Tan won't be the Doctor again like like this he he can't yeah. do it a third time um really unless they brought back his. 10th or 14th Doctor, um, really. Uh, but it, 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 it's going to be cool, you know. It, um, like, it's it's good that we get the hype, but it's a shame it's not more of a series than rather than a free episode. Just, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would have preferred a full series just to show off a bit more, but... Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have a favourite Doctor that you like at all? David Doctor, I would have to say David Tennant because he was sort of well, the technically the first one I was with, mm. even though I had Chris Eccleston for one episode. But like, he's the one who I who I kind of grew up with in a in a sense because I was like what nine, ten years old when he first came in, and when he left, I was about fourteen, going on fifteen. So it's and he's always kind of been the doctor of my childhood, so yeah. I kind of more nostalgic towards him and like love his episodes. Yeah, his episodes are really good, aren't they? Like, like you you look at Doctor Who now, or, or just the series that have just gone, and and you think that not every episode is good, but if you go back then when 
on like series four or something. Every episode's awesome. So that yeah. that that's the massive difference to where Doctor Who's gone. And uh, yeah, it, it's great that David Tennant is back. Um, a, a lot of people, whoever maybe like Matt Smith or other Doctors, will probably be like um, that he was in he was in he was in uh, he 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 he's back again. And why 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 can't another Doctor be back? Um, and I think the reason is it isn't just because everyone likes him. It's the fact that he's back because people will watch it. The viewing will go massively up. Nothing against like the last seasons, but they were very bad viewers on the episodes, um, which was unfortunate. Um, if you're loyal, if you're a loyal Doctor Who fan, you watch it anyway, regardless if yeah. it's good or bad. Um, but yeah. Um, it's gonna be good. Um, I'm very interested to see what happens. Really. Yeah, same. Um, like the quality has kind of been a bit on a downhill for the past few years. I remember thinking, what was it? The twenty, I think it was the latest kind of. Well, the the twenty twenty one twenty twenty two ish New Year special. I remember watching that and just thinking. It ended, and I was just like, "What have I? What, what was that?" Like, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what it was about. I just remember not not liking it. I remember as soon as, soon as it finished, my friend messaged us. I was like, "That was rubbish." I was like, "Yeah, it wasn't good, was it?" I was expecting more. Yeah. So to try and think we're going to get something of that quality that we used to have back, it would, it's just like, yes, please yeah. show us it. Yeah, and it. I think. Like in the trailers that we saw the time vortex of like series four and stuff like that, but I think that's where they trick us there. That they, they, I I I don't think they're going to show the entire for for an intro of the 60th anniversary trailers. Um, I don't think they're just going to show that that the whole intro. I think they will add aspects from every try uh, most of the eras of the trailers, um, like the intros that that have gone on, um. Because I don't think like it would just be evolved around Dave Tennant. I think there'll be many other people in the episodes that we don't know. Um, like if other doctors are in it, I reckon there'd be cameos. Um, like the older ones, probably they'll try and get as many in, yeah. as many in as they can. Because come the seventieth, I don't think many of the doctors may not be here because they are quite old. The the older ones, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, Colin and Tom and all that. I, I don't think they would be kind of doing that for the 70th. So I think getting them in as soon as they can. Yeah. Better. Yeah, because I think Tom is, Tom's like 89. Um, he is, yeah. I hope he makes it to the 70th. He'll be 100 maybe. But um, yeah, like, um, it, it is why maybe they pick the doctors to be more younger now. So like in yeah, in series is to come, they'll be um okay, but but yeah, I think they'll try and get as many as they can in in the in the episode in some way. I reckon. Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a favourite um monster you like in it in Doctor Who? I remember being a, like I would say the Daleks because I remember being obsessed with them 
like I watched when I was watching the like earlier seasons, like the first season of Christopher Edgerton on DVD. I remember the episode with the Dalek. I remember enjoying that because even though I hadn't sort of seen Doctor Who, like it was it seemed a bit almost here with the Daleks in school. Hmm. Like I just knew what they were, and like I remember watching that episode, thinking, "In like wow, like loving it," and then. When of course Army of Ghosts and all that happened, which I would say are my favorite episodes, because I I just remember them all the time. And as a kid, they were the ones I really it blew my mind watching that because I loved the battle and everything. I loved all that was happening. And then the end of that episode, I remember being so upset as a kid, but like seeing the Daleks come out of the sphere, the sphere, I was just sitting there as a kid, like, ah, oh, the Daleks, the Daleks. Yeah. So yeah, I've always I've always liked the Daleks as a villain. And especially the scene in Chris Eckerton's Dalek when they think, ha, you got beat by the stairs. And it's just like elevate. You're like, oh my <laughs> god, they can fly now. Yeah. It is the Daleks are probably one of the most popular, but they are very good. Um do you, do, is 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 that your favourite do you have like a favourite like Dalek kind of look? Like, like, is it those kind of ones in the Cybermen, like Dalek episode, where the those kind of designs? I would say, yeah, the classic sort of kind of bronzy, goldish look. But like, I kind of do like sort of some of the later designs. I think they are pretty cool as well, like especially kind of like the red Dalek. I remember watching that, thinking, "Ooh, that's that's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool design." Yeah, yeah. Here's the boss, the red Dalek. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I I found that really funny when um in I think it was in Journey's End, um it was in Journey's End where the Dalek would come down to the vault, and <laughs> he just gets killed. He he gets exterminated. <laughs> I found that really funny when every time I watch that, um, and then D- Davros is like, it wasn't me, it was Dalek Khan. <laughs> um, that 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 was funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, that's my favorite design I've watched of Davros. Um, I like that design a bit better than the one that he did yeah. in Capaldi um, episode. Yeah, that design was really good because it's sort of like it took like how he used to look in like, the classic two episodes. It kind of just updated him a bit, but kind of kept the design, which I I thought was really good. And he was menacing. He was really good. Yeah. And then, especially just kind of when he was like shouting, just the reality. I'm thinking, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, that that is what. It, it, even if Life Rider campaigns weren't in the episode, it, it still would have been good because of the way it was. Um, because yeah, it, like that. I I always loved that scene when he says, um, and then when, and then when the doctor said, "No, Davros, you can't, you can't." <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's just funny every time. Um, but yeah, that that, that I, but that's why series four is probably my favorite series I've watched in Doctor Who. It's because like, every episode is so good. Um, like I I love the the uh, the Forest of the Dead and the Science of the Library episodes as well. Um, oh, yeah, that they're good. Uh, Midnight is a good one. Um, 
it's it's funny because it's it's just set in one location, so I don't have to worry about like going to different places. They're just set in the, the one location. Yeah, it was uh, good suspense midnight as well. I remember I was thinking like it was like because you kind of don't know like what's going to happen. Is is one of them secretly sort of uh, being took over? You like, but they did it really well for one location. Like they build the suspense up. Yeah, yeah. Because um, what they actually did was because um, turn left only featured Donna really. And that episode only really featured the Doctor, so they they actually filmed them at the same time, but because they're just they're not really in the episode together, are they? It's it's really rare. Yeah. Maybe maybe at the beginning, at the end, um, they do those scenes, um, because it's interesting though know, when they, they do the filming, they don't actually film in the order that we watch them. <laughs> I didn't know they were filming them two like sort of together. That's an interesting fact, I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, I only found out. I actually found out someone on this series told me. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I was like, All right. and that that that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it is it is very interesting. Um, I love going to. I hope your mind just to go to different locations where Doctor Who's set and stuff. It's quite oh, fun. Yeah. I'd love to go like like actual locations where the film did because I the pictures I would take. It's just I'd be falling around a space. No, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did it last year, and I, I done it last year. I, I, I'm going to do it this year, um, because there's so many different locations, um, that you go. Uh, normally in in Wales, Cardiff, it's a Cardiff area, but it's cool, and it it it, it it's, it's 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 just nice to say that I've stood where he stood, and it's even more better if. If it's just you're you're there when no one else is there, like, and you're going for that one reason. So yeah, it it, it is good fun. Like like you say, you take pictures, you have no story left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but there's so, there's so many good episodes, um, in Dot Two, isn't there? Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of name. Um, I remember actually, I remember really liking Turn Left because I. It was sort of kind of a what if episode, like you know, what if this didn't happen? What if you know you go back to like, the Christmas special, the Titanic hidden Buckingham Palace? Like you see, like how important the Doctor really has been over the years. Like if he wasn't around, then all this catastrophe would have happened. And you like this show enjoying the episodes. It kind of brings a serious kind of matter into it. Where you look, you look at it, you think, oh yeah. Yeah, it, it like to turn left was a good episode, um, because it's all about turning left, um, and like as a kid, I was I was actually pretty scared of the bait on, on 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 the back, um, um, because I, I was always asking, is this a bit, is this is it on my back, um, <laughs> like like as a kid watching it in certain episodes, I would say like. To my family, I'm watching it with. Is this is this gonna actually happen? Really? <laughs> because they made it really scary. I think Doctor Who. Well, they made it quite scary, and it's not as scary now. Um, not as much. And I I like it when Doctor Who is scary. You know, um, I I I'd love them to bring some scary episodes back. It would be good to be like have that kind of sort of intense nature to it. That would be really cool to see again. Yeah. Yeah, 
because I, I, I want to see new monsters. I want to see some old ones. Um, I don't want to see the same ones all the time. Like, uh, as much as we love the normal ones, like the Weeping Angels, the Daleks, the Cybermen, the Master, I'd like to see something different. So we 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 have to have the Daleks in because of the contract that that Doctor Who have with them. You have to yeah. have them at least once a season, which these last couple of festive specials that say they've had a Dalek in it. Um, and I don't have anything wrong with the Daleks being in the festive specials. It's just it's just that they had a I think last couple of years they've had the Daleks in a bit too much. That uh, they've had them on a lot. Um. And I, I just I just want something like for Shooty's first episode like Christmas time this year. I I just hope yeah. it's I hope we don't see a Dalek in it. Um um I I I, I want it I, I like that concept when Rose first entered Doctor Who, you know, where you, you saw the companion for a little bit, then you saw the doctor. I'd like that to be like that, um maybe the opposite way round. Um, for shooty, so you see the doctor trying to discover who he is, and then we see the companion a little bit later. Mm, that's a really good way to do it, yeah. Now, good way to introduce it like you know who this is, who's the doctor, but he's sort of, sort of, I don't know, kind of lo- lost in a way to mm. where then the companion sort of runs into him. But yeah, um, I would say a, a brand new sort of kind of original monster would be good for shooty. So it's not like something done before. So it's something memorable. So you remember you're talking about it years later. You remember, oh, he faced this creature for the first time in Doctor Who, and it sort yeah. of it builds the legacy towards that character as well to his version. Is he, he not he's... just to have like a Dalek or something like? Yeah. Oh yeah, he faced a Dalek, but they've all faced Daleks before. Yeah, every Doctor will face a Dalek. Like, everyone has like. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Every dog's faced Cybermen as well, I think, actually. Yeah, they have. Like, uh, well, so, yeah. well, the new Who one, let's say, um, like, Matt Smith, like, I said from I said from the Ninth Doctor, actually, the Ninth Doctor didn't face Cybermen, but, um, everyone else, um, but yeah, I, I think, shoot, he, like, he, 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 I think he said he wants to face the beast, you, you know, when the Tenth Doctor faced the beast, I think that he wants to face that too, um, so, but I do think you know some episodes will be from where Shooty is from because he said he he wants to raise some awareness in Doctor Who of going to where he's from, um, his country. So, I think there'll be some very historic episodes in his series. Look forward to watching that. Yeah, I do think that hit the ones that have like history in it, like are the better episodes. Um, yeah, I, I remember watching. I remember watching. Was it Jordy's first or second series? And I was thinking like episodes were sort of they were all okay, weren't the best. And then they did the um, the Rosa Parks episode. Hmm. And I remember being like, after that ended, I was like, that is probably one of the best. That's probably her best episode. I was like, wow, like it was really good to see. It really had you hooked with the emotion in it. Like you yeah. generally like, well, like what's going to happen? What's and like especially when it first started off with him slapping right, right, and I was just like, I was in shock. I was like, have they really just done that? Yeah, he was that. That I, I agree as well. Um, 
that was a good episode. Um, I, I, the only thing about the episode I would say is that they, they didn't eat a monster in that episode. They did. They, um, the, the racism was the monster. Um, yeah. Really, I, and I, I think that, that was a topped it off. But yeah, that the, the best episodes I would say out of Jody's run would be that one. Um, I did like the spyfall episodes, like when we got introduced to the master with her. Yeah. Um, and I did like the fugitive or did you do? That was a good episode. Um, and when we saw like the, the that was a good episode and all, but we still don't know who that doctor is. But um, um, yeah. And then the powder doctor, I did like that one. That was a good one. Um, but a lot of them are very rushed. Unfortunately, like in her run, a lot of these episodes are rushed, um, which is unfortunate for her. Yeah, it kind of ruins the quality when you try to rush something because you may not get as many takes as you need. Like, you know, the scripts may have been rushed and so they've not been the best they can be. Also, whenever he has something like saying, oh, yeah, uh, the original production version would be sort of, what, 12 weeks filming, but they pushed it back to eight. You're thinking, that's a lot of time to cut, and that's a lot of things the team will have to uh, change. So you're not getting the best that it could be. So I do think that would have severely affected the uh, the series, like, with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think so. But uh, I did like her as a doctor. Um like like we speak about autism, um, a lot you, you can see in some doctors that they can have like maybe traits of stuff they do that that that, that can come across as autistic. Yeah. Um, like I I always say like the thirteenth doctor is in a way because um, she's kind of she's very much like Matt Smith's doctor, eleventh doctor, but they're very hyper. They're very alike them too. Yeah, I did notice the difference when. Like the sort of regeneration happened between David and Matt is a like, David's doctor was sort of kind of fun like that, but then you go to Matt Smith and Matt Smith's was kind of over the top, kind of energy energized all the time. His line delivery, the way he acted, um, I think Peter Capaldi couldn't. He did his best to try and put his own sort of spin on it, but then the course goes to Jordy and Jordy just brilliantly takes over where Matt's doctor really left off, where it's the energised, it's always, oh, like kind of sort of distracted in a way of sort of overthinking a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. And like the way they like to play with their um, consoles as well, like it's a toy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't know. Um, But yeah, I would say Peter Capaldi is very much like the ninth doctor in a way. Um, them too. Um, that they're like very arrogant. Um, they, they can be funny as well. Um, they're quite sarcastic. Um, I'd say. Um, yeah, and then David takes a little bit. He, he can he can be very serious and very funny sometimes. Um, yeah, like it's. I I I do like it when they um when they are funny though, um when they don't like say if someone says to them and they don't understand it properly sometimes um yeah like I I like the with Jodie's I did like that they she did have a custard cream 
in our console. Um, that must have helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, like yeah, I think like when they're funny, when they maintain a one-liners, I do think that adds a good bit of humour into it. Like I remember watching Peter Capaldi's um Christmas special about the kid, the superhero. And he like pulls out a glass of water and he's like, How did you keep that in your pocket? He's like, Skills. Yeah. I remember that line. I've also remembered that line and laughed at it. Yeah, because it, if you remember, um, the doctor has something about their pockets because they put some in, I think it was the um, of the Christmas episode um, where the doctor was against um, the. Uh, one month stage, he was controlling things and he put it in the pocket and then he was like, pockets. So it. it, it it does link in through the time. Like, it does, yeah. Of the Doctor there. Um, but yeah, that is a good scene. Uh, it, it, it was good that it had a superhero episode. I actually liked that episode. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I think it was Doctor Mysterio. Um, that, <laughs> that, that, that one. And I didn't like many of the 12th Doctor's episodes. Um, I'd, like His last series was great. I did like it. Um, it was better than the first two. Um, but do you, do you have a favourite companion that you like? Mm. I would have to say, like the ones I remember, sort of liking the most was kind of Rory and Amy. I remember enjoying their times companions a lot. Yeah. Especially, I remember the episode where it was like, is this reality or is this a dream? I just remember sort of everything going on that episode. It was like, Rory and Amy were kind of like, giving their chance to sort of be more than them, I would say in a way. But like, it was still, I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I would say Rory and Amy are kind of my favourite ones because of simply like the banter between them, how they got on with the Doctor. I think that was really... Because they always said of have a laugh, but they'd, they'd be serious. And it was like, you don't, I think some of the kind of things, if they tried to did that with other companions, probably wouldn't have worked as much as it did with them. But kind of glad it did. Yeah, they were good. They were there. Um, I think two series, they were there a long, long time, the Roy and Amy. Yeah. Um, the majority of, the eleventh Doctor's run, um, and and it, it feels like Clara was there longer than she was, um, because she was in in and out of episodes, um, and because she kept dying, and then um, and then um, she came, she came, did a, a few episodes. I did, you know, I did like the Rings of Akerton. I did really like that episode, um. Because I know, I just really like the song and I like the whole kind of vibe of that episode. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good one, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the Angels uh, angels Take My Hand, it was actually pretty sad because Raymond and Rory went, didn't they? Yeah, yeah I think also because like the Doctor was sort of desperate in parts of the episode, like where it's the book is sort of predicting it and you know, when River gets a hand caught and he's like, it says it should break our wrist. And he's like, no, you're not going to break your wrist to get out of there. And sort of like, he knows what kind of what's going to happen. He's going to try to, he's doing his damnedest to s- stop the future from happening. 
But like at the end, he sort of realizes he can't stop it. So like when he's pleading with sort of Amy, like I knew as soon as Rory got sent away, I knew she was going to go. I knew there's no chance she would leave. So yeah. sort of basically, yeah, there was no chance. No matter what the doctor said, she was going. It was a bit sad that that was um, because it was it was a good episode and like they could easily, they could easily come back if they did um like in the sixtieth if doctors come back and they bring back their a companion with them like yeah. it could, it's possible because um it could be in a time where they were alive um and and stuff like that so yeah I like them too uh, Mamie and Rory um. Yeah, they. I I I like um I do like Wilfred, even though he's not a companion like that travels with the doctor all the time, but I, yeah. I I did like him. He was he he he, he was funny. Yeah, he's had some pretty good moments. Yeah, with the doctor. Yeah, yeah he was he, he he did and um he was in he was in there like quite a lot. He was he he had a lot of screen time, with um the different episodes that he was in and that, um, but um yeah, but the, 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 there's so many companions if you think about it. There's, there's more companions than there is doctors. <laughs> yeah, there's well, there's been a lot over the years. Yeah, um, like the the, the new one, um, Mary Gibson. I think she's gonna be good. Oh, yeah, I'm excited to see how she is. I've... Like, if she's won the role, she's clearly done something good to impress like everyone at the team. Like, I remember hearing like if there's one thing they like about you, sort of a behaviour, like they would probably make you really good. So, like, I have, like, I remember about like going off about casting about it. I remember watching a. Sp- special just when it was they were announcing Matt Smith as the doctor and I remember one of them saying the way like when he walked into the room the way he flicked his hair or something they said that's something like the way he did it like they said that's a mannerism like the doctor would do so they said that kind of won him the role so I was like that's pretty fun fact to know like the way he moved his hair was the kind of a big part of why he got the role on top of obviously his acting ability yeah, yeah, and he's doing great things now. He's been in a load of other things after yeah. Doctor Who, Matt Smith. Um, but I only know um, Millie Gibson from Corey, but I've never watched. Uh, well, I, I say I've never watched Corey. I have. I used to, but then I got bored of it, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I know I watched her sort of big storyline that she had, and she was really good, like in it, her character. Really well acted, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think she, she looks, she, she doesn't look like. I think she's about eighteen. She doesn't look, uh, eighteen, nineteen. I think she is. She I think she is. Yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't look it. She, she looks like twenty five or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's good. Um, I think she'll, I think she'll do great. Um. This could be interesting how she gets into the doctor, like how they meet. I always look forward to that with a companion. Like how how do you meet the doctor? Um I I, I would rather it be a coincidence rather than like 
sort of something that's happened or the doctors come to yeah. the rescue. Um, because that, that, that's that's a pattern that we're used to. I, I, I would just like someone else. Um, so have they met? Yeah, I think especially when like when they do those where it's like it's kind of a random one-off sort of chance meeting, it's good to see them sort of like kind of following it because it's like, ooh, what's going to happen here? Like, how is she going to react to certain things? But yeah, I am excited to see sort of the chemistry between Shooty and her on screen to see like how they go off between each other, yeah. the back and forth they could have. So yeah. I'm really yeah. looking forward to see that because no one likes sort of how Shooty is as an actor and sort of his sort of normal personality, like watching Millie on like kind of interviews, if they could, like they're saying, like they have the same sort of kind of jokingly energy, I would say. So I think yeah. they're going to be good together on screen chemistry. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the arguments will be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, I'm very interested to see what the TARDIS is going to look like for Shuri. I'd love a purple one. I love a love a purple TARDIS. Um, it's, it's gonna be colourful because he's, it looks like he's having a different costume at each episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's more people doing that. Yeah, yeah, they've done that before. I don't think. Um, I don't think they have no. Like I think it's always sort of been kind of one yeah. signature look for the Doctor. Yeah, and when they normally get the specials, like there was a Christmas special or something, that they would change it. Um, yeah, like 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 um like David Tennant's Temp Doctor had two um costumes that he would use, um and then he would have um the odd different one if it was a special coming up or something. Yeah, I remember his was sort of kind of a blackish or brownish kind of suit then. It- one episode was like, you know, a blue, like a navy sort of bluish mm. sort of colour. Yeah. Remember, like, there'd be differences sort of like that. Yeah. Um, and then the Night Doctor just wore his leather jacket, which was yeah. probably the easiest costume I've ever had. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's, and I think even Shoot, he has a, he's going to have, um, in what one of his costumes, going to have a, like a, a black jacket or something. Um, yeah, so it's very exciting. Uh, if people cosplay, they might have to just choose one they like, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> getting a half dozen of them. Um, but yeah, um, I say the favorite one I've seen is the the one, um, the red one. I do like the red one. Um, I do like um, I I I like you know when they they shared the photo of um them as the royals. Um and then Shooty was wearing a red velvet one. I, I like that one. Yeah, that one's really good. Yeah. And then I like yeah, that one was yeah. that one really stood out, I would say like it's more striking the red and everything. Yeah. Um and then I like the one where the, the back in I think the sixties, um where he's wearing his blue one. I do like yeah. that one. Um and it's and it's frisbee hair. <laughs> <laughs> um I like that. Um, it looks like they have a different hairstyle as well. All the episodes. Um, That's a nice addition. That that would be a really good addition. Like it makes the episodes unique as well. Yeah, but whatever an episode's gonna be like, they'll they'll change it. Yeah. Um, they'll they'll change it up. Um, but I like what Doctor Who's doing now. Um, like with um, 
the castings of with people with different um abilities um like um like lot lot of people who are neurodiverse even like they they they're, they're exploring different things and so like the, the it's good I like how they're doing like with with the different communities and stuff yeah really nice to see that that kind of inclusivity of them yeah because they got um like um Yasmin Finney from the, the the transgender community yeah um and that, that they've got uh, maybe people that need uh I mean need a wheelchair um so um that's great like they're they're doing more of that um it's it it's it'd be good to have uh, like maybe someone who's autistic on there um yes I think, um, because it got to impact a lot of people who are maybe like autistic um, as well. Yeah, like at the end of the day, reputation, representation does matter. So yeah. having someone like that on the show, like kind of officially, would be amazing for the community as well. Yeah, yeah, like it would, and like because like Doctor Who shows a lot of traits with with it anyway. They don't. It it it's good they don't say it though, um. Because it would be maybe a little bit offensive if say, like the doctor's autistic, in certain ways. But like just to put it like, like what they're showing is is great. It is it is great because um I didn't even realize maybe until twenty twenty that there's a lot of people out there that who are autistic and like Doctor Who, um. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite cool um, that that you find that um, that as many people are autistic, like Doctor Who too. Yeah, I would say it's a good show for like them to like sort of it, like for the the elements that they do on the show, the sort of behavioural mannerisms that go on the show. It's sort of a one way they can look at it and be like, yeah, you know what, I really like, it's something to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, um, because like I don't, I think m- m- many of us, um, didn't think we'd still be watching Doctor Who. Probably now we thought maybe it was just a, it's 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 just a thing right? that was on telly at the time, and then little did we know, no, it's if someone gonna be watching <laughs> forever. Um, it's crazy. It's it's it crazy. Um, how how like you could say like obsessed, like, hyper hyper fixated, um. About it, um, like like oh, we yeah, said, definitely, like we said earlier, yeah. like, collecting everything for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is a good thing. Uh, that, that is a good thing. Um, it's the reason why I started doing a series like this. People who are autistic, people who are not to so, say, because that, that's how you raise awareness. You know, so say if, exactly. if you if if you want to do a series about a particular thing, and everyone knows what Doctor Who is. Uh, you would think everyone knows what Doctor Who is, um, um, regardless of what they have, um, and then you have someone that doesn't have it themselves, and they can learn about it and come on and and learn about what it is as well as talking about some they like, some they love. I find. Yeah, I mean, especially the learning part because well, when I was in school growing up, I never knew sort of what autism was. I never it was never taught to us. Even yeah. in secondary school, I didn't really know what it was until about, I want to say, 2016 when I was 20 was sort of the first time I ever sort of started to learn more about it. Like I'd heard about this, 
I just never knew sort of what it was. But it wasn't like 2016 where I really started to be like, okay, you know, I should, I'll probably like something I should look into. And I didn't really re- like start to really go into sort of research to understand what autism was until 2021 when I met my friend Lola, who has been on this podcast before. And yeah, I really started to, you know, watch, like learn more about it. And yeah, I've just been learning more and just understand more what it is. And like, I never would have thought I was, but like in the learning, I did like read things up. I was like, hang on a minute. That sounds like, that sounds like me. Like certain times, that sounds like what I did. That sounds like what I did. I was like, nah, it's probably a coincidence. But like, same time, my friend Lola said um, last year, she actually thought I was. I was like, really? So like, yeah, you women, you stand out with like telling us all the stuff I do. I was like, oh, okay then. Wow. Yeah. This, it is. Like, the more I've looked into it, the more I think back to it as a kid, the more I think back, like, yep, that was autistic behavior as a kid. Yeah, it it does. It is um like when people do get diagnosed with it, it it, it can be hard. Like maybe easier if you know what it is beforehand. Um, but yeah, it like it, it's great. Um, it's great. I guess to learn new things anyway. Um, if if people have never heard of it, like the, 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 like like you said before, there's not as much education in schools about about it. Like you, you never hear any people talking about it like there's something to learn it should be a lesson really because there's so much on the topic of it um that people can know yeah definitely needs to be more education in schools about it so people actually know like more understanding i would say is kind of needed because even nowadays people don't really know what it is like they hear the word but they don't know what it means they just hear it and they sort of might think badly about it they might think of it as a negative thing when reality it's not negative positive thing yeah but like yeah yeah education definitely needs to be increased for that yeah it it, it does it does and like, like like you say the more people talk about it the more people do it on a podcast or just talk about it generally um more people hopefully know um and unfortunately, that will it will be probably always be the case. Like it will always be like this. Like it's not, not everyone in the world will know, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but the more people that just like like you say, just think of it in a, in, in a good way rather than I think in a in, in a bad way. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's 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 just one of those things, and then you it tends to come as a hobby. Uh, maybe that you like to talk about it to um people um but yeah um so lee before we finish is there um like do you have a favorite quote that you like that you have doctor i've been thinking about this in the one quote i remember uh, that sticks out to me is when we first introduced series has just come back rose taylor the autons are about to smack or whatever in comes chris Edwardson, run yeah that that that's gonna be the quote I, I love. That is a good one, yeah. Um, because it it just gives you like goosebumps, doesn't it, when you, you watch yes. that scene? 
And then, um, because it took us so long going through that autumn's thing, um, like you watch a clip about five or six minutes long, um, and then this this man comes in and says, uh, run, he runs, and then he literally says, then nothing else, so I go home. Yeah, <laughs> perfect, perfect way to introduction really for that. Perfect yeah. way to bring the series back. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially when he does the bit about the bomb and everything. That bit. Yeah. That was a bit of a funny bit, yeah. I did like the scene in that episode where they um they did the that they were going, you know, with the London Eye, they were yes. running to it because I, I, I like the music as well. I, I that's one of the things I've missed this last couple of years, is the music and the soundtracks of people. It was iconic. Like I've missed yeah. the soundtracks per character. Like I've missed, like say, like uh, like maybe back with David Tennant. Like like you would have Martha would have a fame, Donna's have a fame, um, and stuff like that. So I imagine they will bring Donna's fame back when the sixtieth is on. Yes. Um, oh, that'd be so maybe, Like that was amazing. Maybe, maybe involve it a little bit. Maybe make it sound a little bit better now because the years have gone by. Um, but yeah. I love that quote too. Um, but uh, thankfully uh, for for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been really good fun. Um, to anyone that listening, watching today, we hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll see you in the next episode, and then Lee will will will, will be back when we do the group episodes um, for November, um, and that will be fun because we have. Um, what the plan is so for the august is people that have not been on the podcast before and that they they like doctor who or they're autistic or they just like doctor who and then through november i have people that have been on the podcast um maybe they've been on it before been on during august if they want to come back for the november and that's leading up to the 23rd which is of course the anniversary but uh yeah thanks again lee um i'm um, enjoyed speaking to you and yeah uh I've, i'm glad you've enjoyed it as well thank you it's been amazing <laughs>